0: Hello and welcome to the One Stop Co-op Shop Podcast, your one stop for co-op news and reviews. This week, Jason Perez is here to entertain you with some more Shelf Stories. Hey gamers, this is Liz Davis for Beyond Solitaire, and I'm here with Jason Perez of Shelf Stories and the One Stop Co-op Shop. And we're doing something we haven't done in forever, which is co-review a game. Uh, so how you doing, Jason?
1: Yo, my peoples, what's up? Uh, good to be back, Liz.
0: Yes. And so we are back with a a traditional game for us to review together uh, because we love the Oniverse. So we are going to talk today about Siberian. And this is the most recent installment in the Oniverse. I'm going to cut away to show you how it plays right now. And then we'll be back for some final thoughts. All right, gamers. So here is a setup of Siberian. This is the most recent installment in Shadi Torbe's Oniverse series. And this one is about robots repairing machines in a factory that has got a little bit out of sorts. The object of this game is that we're going to take these robots, we're going to use the robots to fix these machines, and we have a very limited amount of time in which to do so. In order to win, we need to completely deplete this machine deck, fix every machine, uh, but we have to do that within two cycles through this deck. So basically, once we go through this deck one time, we'll reshuffle, we'll have no battery left, and we'll have one more run through the deck. So how are we going to manage it? Uh, well, basically we're going to have turns where we have a few options for actions that we can take. And those options are always going to be repair, trigger and upgrade. So repair is basically what you think it means we repair the machines. How do we do that? Well, we need to meet the demands that are on the bottom of each of the machines in order to fix them. So this one needs two fives, two purples, two threes, two fours, two greens, and we'll get some other combinations as we dig further into the deck. These are just the level one cards. So each of the robot cards gives us a bit of information about itself. We have a color that's associated with a symbol. The symbols will be associated with repair costs and also with skills, which we're about to get to. There's also going to be a robot in the top right corner with a number in it. And the numbers are going to tell you what your options are when you're trying to repair. So if I wanted to, I could discard these two fours, four and four to repair this machine. This would go into my experience pile. These would go into discard. As you might have guessed, this is a pretty difficult thing to do, especially because if I don't manage to repair a machine on my turn, then I'm going to have to spend a failsafe token. If I don't repair any machines on my turn and I don't have a failsafe token, then I lose. So we're going to have to be pretty efficient about this. And that is where triggering and upgrades come in. So the colors of each of these robots are also associated with a specific skill. Uh, as denoted on this little skill track up here. At the beginning of the game, our skills are very depleted. We don't really have any. uh, We're really out of sorts. The devious cog has really gotten to us. But as we progress through the game, we're going to be able to upgrade these skills and they get more powerful as we go. So if you want to trigger a skill, you basically discard a robot card that's of the associated color uh, with the skill that you want to trigger. Before you can really trigger any skills that you're going to need to upgrade them, To upgrade your skills, you're gonna need to spend machine cards that you've already fixed in order to gain that skill. So fixing machines essentially gives you experience, and then you can spend your experience points to upgrade your skills, which you can then trigger uh, by discarding your cards instead of just doing the robot cost or the symbol on them to repair machines. So basically in order to upgrade, you need to spend repaired machine cards, in the amount of the level that your skill is currently on. So for example, these are all level one. So I need to spend one of my machine cards to level up one skill. If I wanna go from level two to three, I need to spend two cards to go from two to three. I need to spend three cards to get from three to four. So upgrading can be very expensive. It is also highly worth it based on what those upgrades are getting you. So just a quick overview of the skills. Up top with that bell, we have the Siren Bot. What that lets you do is draw robots from the deck and then put them in this extra row up top called the flash. So this is just your regular main row uh, and it's called your platform. There's a row above this row that's called the flash where if you draw cards using your siren bot ability, you can put cards here that are only there until the end of your turn, but it might give you a little bit of extra spending power on top of the platform bots you already drew. There's also the stock bot. So that's the box that has a down pointing arrow it's the blue one. What that does is it lets you take cards from your platform and put them in what's called the stock. So basically if I trigger that ability that I can store cards and unlike the flash cards, which leave at the end of your turn, these stay from turn to turn. So you can get yourself like a little storehouse of useful cards to deploy against the machines as you're trying to fix them. The cyclobot lets you retrieve one robot card from the discard pile, which is why you start the game with a discard pile even at setup and you get more choices about your retrieval when you have a more upgraded version of the skill. Likewise, as you upgrade these skills, you get to put more cards in the flash or in the stock. Next, we have our plan bot. The plan bot lets you look at the top cards of the robot deck and then manipulate where they go, the order they're in, whether at the top or the bottom. And then of course, you can look at and reorder more cards if you have upgraded the skill more. You've also got the command bot and it lets you prep one of your machines so you have to discard extra robots to do it, but you could basically prep a machine and then spend one less robot. So it's basically a way if you don't have the symbols you need to discard robot cards and only get partway there, but still complete the repair. And then truly it. So you do your turn where you can repair machines. You can trigger your skills or you can upgrade your skills. Then after that you do cleanup where you redraw, fill up your platform. And then if you haven't repaired any machines, you either spend one of these tokens or you lose. So it's a simple, nasty little puzzle that is really, really gonna put you on a tight timer. So that is the base game. Let's go ahead and talk very briefly about the expansions. There are several as is typical of an Oniverse game, and they're all quite cool. So with the baby bots, we have these adorable little baby robot cards. I just think they're so cute actually, cuter than human children for sure. (laughs) These adorable little baby bots. So basically you have an extra action, uh, which is that you can make a baby bot. You have to make all the baby bots in order to win when you're playing in this mode because as shoddy Torbay always does, he gives a little, he takes a little. But once these baby bots have gone into your deck, then you are able to use them to upgrade your skills faster. So the baby bots are handy, uh, they're cute, and they're a fun little tricky addition to gameplay. The next expansion we're going to talk about is the Gigantobots. The Gigantobots are interesting because they let you get more failsafe tokens, but They also add structural damage to the forge that you have to repair. In order to repair that damage, you have to deploy some of your robots to board and then pilot the Gigantobots, Uh, but they could also end up on vacation. So you have to be careful about uh, making sure they're there when you really need them. They do look so cute on vacation though. So the Gigantobots are hilarious because basically you can deploy your robots to pilot other robots in order to repair damage Uh, that said these guys are really powerful they do cool stuff and there's some really nice rewards for these but they also have some structural damage that you have to repair or else you are penalized and you may not win the game over it so whatever you add in you want to make sure that you handle it properly because shoddy gives shoddy takes the next expansion is called microbots and basically what this does is it causes you to put these extra conditions on the cards so these are the conditions for repair right now Microbots add additional ones. However, when you're successful, you get to actually keep the microbot tokens. You can only keep a certain number, but you can then use these uh, for your own purposes once you have acquired them. So the microbots are initially super irritating because you have to cope with them, but then once you get them and can use them for yourself, they're pretty great. The fifth expansion is called the Multi Bots. Th- these are like Sh- Schrodinger's bot. You know, what symbol might they have? what number might they have? I don't know. You can make decisions about that as you play them. They're very flexible. But in order to play with these, you have to add level three machine cards to the deck. So it's a bunch more cards that are more difficult. So these make things easier because they're more flexible, but you have to have harder cards in your deck in order to compensate for that. And then the last expansion is called the Devious Cog. Uh, And that is where you place these little chits underneath your little skill trackers up here. And when you try to trigger skills, you have to pull one of these instead. And so you might be trying to trigger a red skill, but instead you do a blue one and you actually don't know what you're gonna end up with. So this is sort of hilarious because maybe you'll help yourself, but maybe not in the way that you wanted to, or maybe you'll do exactly what you didn't wanna do. The outcomes get a lot shakier when you're playing with Devious Cog, and I personally find that very funny. So that is Siberian. I've given a brief overview of the game and a quick treatment of each of the expansions that are in the box. If you want to see full play with all the expansions, I'm going to direct you to Jason's video on the Shop, which I've linked in the show notes. And for now, let's see what Jason and I thought about Siberian. All right, so now for some final thoughts. Jason, um, what do you got? Any thoughts about Siberian since everybody just heard me talk for several minutes?
1: <laughs> uh, okay, so Siberian uh i'm of two minds about this game uh i'm of a mind when it comes to the base game and i'm of a mind when it comes to starting to add in the expansions and then if people watch my content on the one-stop co-op shop i like to play the big game with all the expansions uh, which is not something that people like to play i always get those comments like i can't believe you did that Uh, (laughs) usually it's either one or two or just the base game uh so let's just talk about the base game first uh what do you think i I, I mean, obviously, I'm, I'm being hesitant over here, so I, I'll just I'll just kind of put my cards on the table. Didn't love just the base game. So what do you think about it?
0: I actually liked it just fine, although I do agree that it's better with expansions. So I'm more positive on the base game than you. Uh, but, you know, I don't think that that's its best incarnation, uh, as it were. Right. I will say I really liked the play options. Like, I liked that you could have multi-use cards. I love multi-use mm-hmm. cards. I liked the um, ability to upgrade different little powers that you could then use. I liked that the bots that you fixed became useful in the game because of those abilities. Like there's just lots of little interlocking things that I thought were really pleasing um, right. about base Siberian. And so that was what I really liked, so.
1: Okay, I'll get the the stuff I don't like out of the way. So I think that the symbol matching is tough. Uh, and especially early so the move is obvious right it's like you you have a match you do the match and if you don't do the match then you know uh and and you end up doing some some suboptimal thing that that makes you feel terrible uh and then the way the game is structured you know so you have those upgrade paths but you don't get the upgrades early right Mm,
0: uh so
1: at the very beginning you got you really kind of have nothing like you have those multi-use cards but they're not multi-use at the beginning because you got to unlock that uh and then the initial powers are uh, you know they they tend to I don't know, like, I mean, they're, they're enough to play, but they're not, like, going to blow you away. You don't really get to the fun multi-use until, like, the very end when you've really leveled and you feel good about, uh, you know, playing your cards. So it takes a while, especially, in like I said, that base game, uh, to get going. And for an Oniverse game, I guess I'm used to kind of having that punch uh, earlier. Like, okay, I'm feeling it, and then I'm feeling it throughout the, throughout the whole way. Siberian is definitely a wrap-up, which is not bad, uh, but just to kind of give people a flag for uh, whatever. Um, on the good side, and this is, ju- again, this is just the base game. Um, I think this game and Stellarion, and, and in a way, Aerion, like the later ones, I think they represent Shady kind of getting better. Uh, in terms of tighter design, uh, the, the game runs just on a mechanical level far more smoothly. Like, I just feel like, you know, I go in there and I know I'm going to get this really tight um play tested and just smooth running thing where in the earlier games I'm thinking you know like uh Sylveon or you know a couple of the earlier ones rough right I mean uh I I have a feeling that if Shadi went back to design those earlier ones they'd look different.
0: Yeah. Right. And oh, then yeah, these can, ones you, are like okay. Yeah. Work on these. Mm-hmm. So uh, getting
1: better. So like so, having said that, like even though I had a a difficulty with the way that the game ramps up, I feel like the game doesn't give you enough early to feel great. It's still well made. So if people you know are into that, you start you know small, then you're you're okay ramping up. Like you're in for something that's actually just super smooth and and fun if you like that.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not that it's a bad game, but I think I, I totally see your point about the engine taking too many tries to turn over. Yeah, it just takes a second to get started with this one. So yeah, if you don't, yeah, it's a
1: a cold Minnesota
0: engine. (laughs) 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 Then once it goes, you can go through all the snow, and you're going to be fine. And you got four wheel drive. (laughs) But yeah, the ramp up is maybe a bit, a bit much. I can see, I can see that because the game is so short. It didn't really bother me too much. But mm-hmm. yeah, if you want something with more punch, you're gonna have to add the expansions. So there are several expansions for this game, as usual. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's see, we've got the baby bots. Ooh, baby.
1: Baby! I like the baby every, bots. Every time I see robots every time I in get, love. Uh, um so on the overview, you we went through all the individual expansions. Yeah. Okay. So like the, the, yeah, you shuffle in the card uh, and then it pops up, And I just, I like, maybe, I don't know. I just, I, I have to say <laughs> that even though I'm, all, I'm all, by, all by myself.
0: Yeah. It's cute. I, I really liked that. It, it it follows these, these experiences follow like the very classic, like shoddy Torbay, like design yeah. where they give you something, they take something, they make right. something more interesting or powerful. They add a challenge. And mm-hmm. so I really liked that
1: yeah i i think and so like getting to that my experience of like kind of shuffling two and three all the expansions together that's where i get the game really starts to hum and especially speaking of that ramp up so what i find you know because of the slow ramp up the i'm gonna take something and then give something well usually in chatty games you take something right now and then you earn the thing that they give you so like the you're going to have this huge just wall of, oh, my God, I can't do anything at the beginning when you have those things. But he gives you support tokens, which here, have that. It's, it's one of the only times where Shadia is like, OK, have a support token just to kind of get you through. And so to yes. play the harder game, I just like, all right, shuffle in all the support tokens. So with, with those and the support tokens are little examples of the powers that you eventually build up to. So it's like, OK, here's a little preview and you get it for free, uh, one of you know one copy of the five powers. With that, and with all the other options um, the shuffled in, I feel like I'm running like a little dashboard, which is what I'm supposed to be like because I'm yeah. a, a me- mechanical person and I'm like I'm fixing on assembly lines, so it should feel like a little dashboard, and it does. Oh man, it's so fun! Like so, when we talked about um reviewing this, I took it back out. So I'm like, okay, let me show up my thoughts, and I'm just right. playing. It's like, wow, this is really fun. Uh well, pressing the button. It's like, okay, Which what am I going to do now? This turn, I'm going to attend to the bots. This turn, I'm going to, okay, shuffle a baby bot in. This turn, I have to sacrifice doing uh, this part of the game so I can accomplish that part of the game and I have my fail safe token. Da, 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 da. And I just feel like when you get, like the game is fully itself. And mm-hmm. it's a bigger game. It's not a um filler game at all. Like that game takes an hour to play, which people don't yeah. want to play an hour-only verse game, uh, which I understand, which is why people don't want to play a shuffle-together game. But... I'm already there as a solo player, just there. <laughs> it's already my <laughs> evening. Uh, so I am I go into it with a mindset of like, okay, I'm going to, this is, this isn't just like a breezy 15 minute filler and I don't need it to be a, a breezy 15 minute filler. The, the, the breezy 15, 15 minute filler version of it. I'm not as satisfied by as yeah. the bigger game. So in terms of people's assessment, what 15 minute experience is going to satisfy you the most, my, ranking for a cyber is a little bit lower but in terms of like i'm gonna sit here for more time and i'm gonna invest in something and it's gonna be you know kind of a dashboardy fun thing whoa I, I, that not that one kind of raised it back up again so yeah a little bit of a uh, so i'm i'm kind of i definitely have two minds when it comes to this one
0: do you have a um a favorite expansion and a least favorite
1: uh oh in terms of this the cyberia yeah yeah i i mean i think they're all i mean obviously the baby bots just kind of sing to me just, um, I, I like the it's idea uh, in terms of like making this a deck management game. So like when you when you set aside cards and the gigantic bots were similar to uh, the idea of like, okay, the so maybe that aspect of it, the kind of this card setting aside, and then they shuffle back in when you accomplish the thing. And so that opens up a lot of strategic uh Availability, so it's like okay, I could use these cards now to fix this robot. But if I set these cards aside and I leave the robot there, then I can fix the thing later and get my benefit now. So I love right. that choice. So like I guess that con- that feeling that that, that the, the baby bots and the bots give me of like setting aside cards and that can kind of like you know de- uh, manage my deck. So this is a deck management game, a little bit like Stellarium, but but more kind of focused on board play and everything. Uh, so yeah, that experience was really fun, and it's like everything else sprinkles in, right? Like the again, the, it comes together. Uh, and yeah. I know Shadi, it isn't just like five expansions and here you go. Like he makes them such that they do wrap in and they play yeah. with each other uh, when you want to.
0: Yeah, I actually I thought the baby and Gigantobots were probably the highlight. I did enjoy the multi bots a lot. Um, yeah, just, I, yeah you know. I
1: think that's kind of like, okay, here, it, that's like the more. Here, have more. Schrodinger's <laughs> bot. Um. Right.
0: <laughs> uh, and then I thought the devious cog was really frustrating, but I also kind of liked it, to be real.
1: The devious cog, um, that one, you have to, like, it took me about five plays. And I know, you're, not, you're five plays is a lot for uh, a person. So that's just uh, a thing to know in and of itself. Like, it's going to take multiple plays to get into it uh, in terms yeah, of, like, commit. really revealing what it is and there's to be there's many people out there that could be like no i'm good <laughs> one or two plays and that needs to grab me and that's it uh this is definitely a grower uh in terms of um you know how much you're how much you're gonna enjoy this game if it isn't if you're not a person that's gonna give that investment and i totally that's like most people they need it, they need it right there because there's a lot of games um but uh if you are a person that wants to kind of ease into a little bit like uh, some something like devious car would be a great example so like now that I know how to play, I know how to play the devious cop, you know, right. uh, hold back and make sure that you're nice and leveled so that when you get the, you know, the random uh, effect, then you can handle multiple outcomes at once. It isn't just one of those things where it's like, I'm going to play a card. see what happens. Woohoo! Yeah. That's not going to go. like there, there is a sense of planning, even in that randomness that comes in yeah. there. So, yeah, I mean, this game is definitely rewards investment. Uh, and I don't know if it rewards that it does. I don't know if it rewards you kind of like off the jump, uh, but it will reward investment. I guess that'll be my, my my ultimate thing about this.
0: You mean like overall, you have to like try to turn the engine over a couple of times, and then you can try. <laughs> <laughs> you got <laughs> to <rest of seat. laughs> a- You got to fix enough bots to get the factory going. And then it's great.
1: <laughs> Absolutely yes. <laughs>
0: Um, and then I will do an official ranking. I think after it's Ultimion yeah. comes out, right? Mm-hmm. But um, Ult- how do you f-
1: Ultima? I don't know something. Is there Instinctively,
0: know. how do you feel that this one stacks with other Oniverse games?
1: So my ranking is gonna be a little bit different. Uh, and I had that comment on when one, on one, on one, the video we did a couple years ago. Like they they watched our thing. This was after Arion, I think. Uh, and they're like, this We're doesn't help me on, at all. Yeah. This this ranking is so different than every everybody else's ranking. That's a good thing, people. <laughs> you know, I think some people want to be like, okay, watch a video, see the ranking. It's like you know, there's an officialness to it, and then that's it. No, that's 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 um we all come at it from a very different perspective. So um I include that shuffled together aspect. I don't know, not a, lot yeah. of, not a lot of people do. So given the, I'm not as impressed by the base game, but I really am into the the big, the bigger game. It is, it does kind of like come in the middle. I probably put it like four right now. Yeah. I was
0: going to say probably top half, but mm-hmm. not like top two, you
1: know? Right. Yeah. this So this one, this one won't make the top two. No.
0: Yeah. At least right, for, for now. I can change my I, mind I, I, a few years. Like I, my ranking yeah, systems are like, you know, it's very, it's, they're variable. What mood am I in today? but
1: yeah <laughs> i mean we'll kind of have plenty of time so we have Erbion the new Urbion coming later this year we're recording 2024 and then we'll have yeah. Altimion or altiman whatever it's called we're good. we're definitely going to figure out the answer to that one when it comes uh so there's only two more <laughs> and then at that time we will give we will do the big video and do the big ranking and we'll oh, yeah. give our final judgment and all that stuff
0: yes the judgments must be given <laughs> <I'm kidding>. um <laughs> But um, I I do want to say, overall, if you are a solo gamer who has liked Oniverse Games in the past, or who wants to try one and this, I think this would be a perfectly decent entry into the series. um, You know, it's if you are looking for a chilled out solo game, it has two player roles that I didn't bother with. Um With interesting art, and that's conceptually interesting, and it has lots of little expansions, it's gonna, like, take up a good amount of your time and it's, like, worth the 25 bucks because you get a lot of game out of it. I think Siberian is very much there.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and, I mean, that's, you just described all the universe games in a way. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, like, um, does, what is, how, how does Siberian kind of, like, like, if i pick one to enter with it would not be Savioran. But I think it does reward like you know now once you're already in the Oniverse system, it this does give you something different and it does give you something good in its own way. Yes.
0: Yeah. So totally worthy entry in the series. Um you know if you're gonna start with one do you still recommend Oneirum is just the starter? Yeah. Um I think it's an app it's easy to get I
1: always think of uh, our buddy Kevin Erskine uh, from of Top One Hundred. He hates Oni Room with a with a passion of fire or something. Uh, <laughs> he like he hates it. I mean, he cannot just stop every time someone even sniffs the word Oniverse or uh, mentions it. He's like, no, this game stinks and blah, blah blah. Uh, so I always think of that. Uh, I don't know. I mean, it's everything is so centered around like a mechanism. So it's like a worker placement, a dice game, uh, whatever. Uh, like if you like dice, I like Arion. You know Ariana's um the, the, the simple game is like okay you got the you know you're rolling your yachty dice uh yeah. so if so that would so uh, to me that would be your entry if you're into that uh if you're into like I wish Ariane was better <laughs> <I'm> not, <laughs> not Ariane I keep on messing him up Sylveon um so, I would yeah I, the tower defense I want it to be Sylveon like I want Sylveon to be good and I, I and I don't know if, if um Shadi is either happy with Sylveon or you know like I said before, I feel like the game yeah, is what of like it is. Tighter, you know, yeah. uh recently. So like I do really feel like if he had another crack at Sylveon that he would that it would be a better game. And I would like it more because I like tower defense. And I think tower defense, like that plant for a zombies thing, like that's perfect. Entry it is. It really level is. stuff. You know, it's so simple. It's like okay, enemy here. Here's something you care about on the other side, defend it. And so like it could be Sylveon, that entry point, but I wish it was a little bit attuned a little bit better. Uh, these yeah. two, the last two, Stellarion and Siberian, are not entry level. Like, you need to know basic concepts yeah. and you know, uh, it and have played similar games in order to get into these. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I it would probably be Onirim, but you, you know, uh, yeah. Kevin Erskine's <laughs> asterisk. <laughs> well, if you don't like
0: rankings, <laughs> are different. This is frustrating. Okay, <laughs> right? But, um, no, so. Uh, just to kind of sum it up y'all Siberian is a totally solid entry the series it has its own vibe like they all do but it also yeah. shares what they all share which is quirky art lots to work within the box lots of nice little expansions um and if you're experienced with solo gaming I don't expect you're gonna have any problems picking it up if it's your no. very first solo game maybe go with Onirim or Sylvia any last thoughts Jason we're good to go <laughs> Alright so thank you so much for watching everybody Please like, subscribe, comment, ask questions And most of all, happy gaming Later everybody Thanks for joining us again for the One Stop Co-op Shop podcast Check out our YouTube channel at One Stop Co-op Shop Also join us for games and discussion on our Discord channel You can support us on Patreon at patreon.com onestop one stop Or leave us a review on iTunes Thanks again and we'll see you next week for another top five list.